learn to respect each other's differences. Don't try to like change everything about someone unless I, unless I don't know about one. <laughs> why am I thinking? She's oh, trying no, to, no, she's no. trying to convince no, no, no. me that my sister you know has oh my four God. kids. <laughs> no, because but we present, mm. I know what's going on. We have like a dust storm. There's out, like a out tornado back. happening what's in our on? backyard. <laughs> Hold on a second. I've oh never up everybody welcome back to couple things with sean and andrew a podcast all about couples and the things they go through today we have a unique episode we've never done this before but we have two comedians on the show who are engaged to each other uh it's matt cutshaw and ariel vandenberg andrew's man crush my girl crush (laughs) (laughs) i have uh consumed matt's digital content he's one of my favorite creators uh, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. He's hilarious wherever you watch his stuff. And Ariel, actress, yes. comedian. Yes. She was on Vine. She is now the co-host with her fiance, Matt, on Riled Up, their new podcast. She's also the host of Love Island. I mean, she's just one of the funniest people I've ever met. I remember you talking about Ariel years ago. Yes. And she <laughs> was your favorite then. She still is your favorite now. But they're both really accomplished they're both really funny, and we talked to them today about uh, a lot of different things, including what I think is one of the most important aspects of a healthy relationship is actually the number one piece of advice that my grandpa gave me about my marriage, and that was to always keep a sense of humor um, about things, to not let the little things become big things, you just laugh them off, and so we talk about how they do that. These two have a lot going on. We loved this conversation with Matt and Ariel. Before we jump into it, if you guys haven't, please subscribe to the show and rate it. Um, on whatever platform you're listening to. We hope we deliver a five-star product, so that, that's great. But um, thank you for tuning in to this week, and we're excited for this one with Matt and Ariel. Let's go ahead and jump into it. <laughs> Matt <laughs> and Ariel, thank you so much for joining us. I'm freaking pumped for this. Yes, so am I. Ariel, I don't know what your first experience was like when you saw Matt, but I'll never forget last April out in California under a beautiful sunset. Mm. There he was on the on the patio standing just a couple of feet from me and i approached matt and i said hey man i'm a big fan of yours it's good to meet you yeah you were really awkward and i was starstruck I it. so i felt like that was a love at first sight moment i don't know what your first meeting Bro, was but i actually had to tell gay. him to be cool because he was acting so weird <laughs> he's like um, ariel babe, yeah, babe ariel, that's, that's matt ariel thought i was gay the first time we yeah, met that was so my first reaction not quite the same reaction <laughs> But but now look hey, at us. But bro, the feeling is mutual because I saw you. I was like, that man is drop dead gorgeous. And then you coached <laughs> me, and it was like it was slow motion. And you you had the long flowing hair, and I was like, oh, what's happening right here? And oh, then you boom. cut your hair. I did, I did. Yeah, this Sean is recent. This is the first thing we've recorded since we did it last night. Yeah. Oh what? Oh my god, genius! Oh my god, it looks so good. It I looks like, amazing. It really does. In my mind, I was like, why don't I remember him looking like this at all? But whatever. Because he didn't. Like, yeah. He looks like Joe Dirt. Bro, first of all, (laughs) your hair looks amazing like that. A. B. They had like over 20,000 people in their live stream (laughs) watching her cut his hair. Because I had to freaking cut it. Uh, You what? He made me cut it. I've never cut hair before. And I was like, this is going to be terrible. And she was on FaceTime with one of your friends who cuts hair, I I assume, or your stylist. And she was just on FaceTime. Just She's like, yeah, now, now. Go right there, do the edge, and like she was just following along, and she gave him a yeah. whole haircut on. Like you and then Andrew was randomly trying to shave his legs while we were doing it again. Matt, did you tune in for the whole thing? Concerning. 
concerning. I wa- I watched for like ten minutes. I was very intrigued. Um. <laughs> I, yeah. I was intrigued at how how intrigued people were. But I'm curious. So now that we've uh, confirmed that your first impression of Matt is actually true, that he was gay, given given everything he just revealed about how he feels about me. I oh feel like. Oh my gosh. Drop dead gorgeous is. What was I think you said the same. She was right. What him. was it like the first time you two met? Where where was it? When was it? Walk <laughs> us. Give us all the deets. Oh, we're jumping right in. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Andrew doesn't waste time. <laughs> where do we I, meet? I like this. Well, simply put, Matt and I met at my ex boyfriend's house, <laughs> which is appropriate. Okay. Um. No, but we, but we just became friends after that. So we like when I met him, I was like, oh, that guy's like so fun and nice and whatever. And he was with a friend, like it was just like mutual friends, you know, friend of a friend. And I was like, Oh, that guy's rad. And then we didn't see each other for about two years. And then he started working at my other, my next ex-boyfriend's brother's no. store. <laughs> I dated around. I was all and involved with the exes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. And so, so yeah, he, he started working at this clothing store and then we became besties. And now, which yeah, never would, works out. It did for so long. We were best friends for 10 years. But see where it ended up. (laughs) Yes, totally. But I guess I would say it did work out. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, though. The thing is, Uh, yes, yes, we were best friends for 10 years. It probably took me about five of those years until I started developing feelings for her. Because I feel like for the most... For the most part, it usually always goes one way. One person falls for the other person. If you're in a relationship with, you know, the opposite sex or someone that, or the same sex that you're attracted to, or whatever, eventually it's going to happen. Yeah, I. Th- that's what I think. I agree. Do, right? Do people listening to this podcast even know what's going on right now? Because I'm Ariel Vandenberg. Um, oh, we record like all the formal like credentials <laughs> Got it. before. Jeez, what a freaking blast us, Ariel. Like we're amateurs out here. Jeez. No, I honestly was like, I was like, wait. You're like, did I forget to introduce I like, myself? Did you didn't I, go like, to your spiel. Like, huh? Sorry, let me give this spiel. We do formal intros and we'll give like all of your credentials, where to find you guys. We'll film that afterwards. So then it's not like awkward and we're like, uh, talking about you guys. Unless and you then, bring it up in the middle of the episode. Yeah. Like, and, like then we're then doing it, now. and then it gets awkward. And then, <laughs> um, and then at the end. Tell them who you are, sweetie. Well. Listen to me. <laughs> I, I, this is my first quarantine podcast. Okay. Like, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I just, I just got here. I don't know what's going on yet. It's a great um, question. Act I would have like, thought the same thing. Act like you've been interviewed before, Ariel. Please. <sighs> act like you've been here. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. All right, fine. This is my Wait, plan. okay. Take so off. how is the quarantine going? Have you guys spent this much time together before? You know what? Um, <laughs> yes. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Listen, this hasn't really affected us aside from not being able to go to bars and restaurants and like get out of the house. But like we already work from home. We write, we write and shoot and produce our videos from home. I edit right in this room. I work out downstairs. So I literally have already been doing this. So, you know, fortunately, it's, it's been very simple for us. Um, but, you know, 18, I think we're 18 days now of not seeing anybody else or doing anything fun. So yeah. we're hanging in there. But I will say that, we're, you know, like we're kind of used to it. Like we're used to being at home and it's and like together all the time because we work together. But I but 
yeah, obviously what's happening is horrible. And like, I'm feeling the weirdness of the world. You know what I mean? Like that's been weird. Like the fact that, I don't know, just everything is, it's actually kind of, it's just sad. It's like a weird, a quarantine yeah, it's, is weird. It's, it's a bummer because of what is happening, what everyone's going through. But you know, we are just, we're fortunate to have, you know, like we're podcasting right now. I know. This like is great. we're social distancing mm-hmm. by however many <laughs> miles away and we're still getting our, like our work done yeah. and get to hang out with friends. So, yeah. you know, we're, I think that we're just kind of fortunate to be, you know, in the situation that we have each other, each other <laughs> at least. Yeah. So it seems like you guys spend most of your time together as do we, um, how does that work for you? Is that as terrible as it is over here? Or Wow. Okay. Hey, I have like, I have yeah. a question for you guys. Here's to be honest, we have a little bit of a schedule that kind of like respects each other's alone time. And like for instance, I usually wake up an hour before her or maybe 30 minutes before her and she'll stay in bed and like do emails from her phone and be on her phone. So I have the living room to myself for like the first hour of the day. So I get to be by myself and meditate, uh, pray, hang out, just kind of chill and, and you know, just relax until I start my day. Then she comes down and we hang out for like a couple hours, but then I can go to like this office that I use for like my editing and then she'll like, you know, she has her own like office section over here. So I feel like we have it kind of figured out Mm -hmm. and we do respect each other's time. And she knows that if I'm somewhere that's not in the living room to kind of just let me be for a little bit. And just like leave him alone. (laughs) (laughs) If he's not like in the common area, I'm like, Oh, he's doing shit. Do you hear that? All right. As a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set, to be specific. So with Drew and Jet and Bear, we try to have really intentional playtime. And that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life. I love with KiwiCo that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in. So each box, this one's the colorful chemistry set. Um, This has to do with science, but especially with Bear, it can be really hard with a four month old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the colorful chemistry kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept him really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors, and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids, and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code COUPLE. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so Ariel, you said in in one of your interviews that uh, 
We collab all day, every day. We actually work a lot together, but you work really well together, which is important because it could go horribly wrong, but it doesn't, which is freaking awesome. Um, (laughs) How does your create creative process work between each other? Because Sean and I, I feel like we're, I feel like we're like really getting better at it, but it took us a while to kind of understand each other's roles. So I'm curious how you guys have figured that out. I can still hear you. <laughs> so, um, Matt and I are, we're so similar, um, to the point that we, we genuinely do most of the time finish each other's sentences. So it's, it's so easy to work together and I can't imagine trying to create and be creative with someone that isn't on the same page as me because that right there like if you're trying to write a script with someone that wants something completely different for the outcome of the movie then then you're looking at a really hard situation but fortunately Matt and I have been so lucky to like honestly just agree on pretty much anything that when it comes to writing or creativity like we we like the same things we laugh at the same things we edit the same way I am probably the only person I mean you you can you can validate this yeah. or not but i'm probably the only other person that can edit his videos and vice mm. versa like no one can edit our style the way we like it besides each other which is like kind of like that's well, like a sign true. to me i mean so i so i've tried hiring multiple people i've probably gone through maybe four or five different like production companies and said hey you know i'm not i don't have the time to edit like i used to so i've hired people to come shoot and edit and i'm not kidding dude the numbers significantly decrease on the content that i release so Mm. it's my exact same script my same crew of actors but the way they shoot it and edit it just doesn't have the comedic timing or isn't shot the right way that it should be that my audience is used to and i've noticed it affect the numbers significantly like by like 50 percent so then i just stopped doing that and now we just are kind of back to filming each other and you know helping each other with edits and whatnot so i think that you know so that's what i mean by it's just it's honestly just awesome like i i've never been on the same page like that with anybody and i think that's truly because we were like real best best friends when we started dating like if we weren't and we were just like we just randomly met and then we started dating which is obviously how most relationships are but you're not always exactly on the same page comedically or we've mm-hmm. just synced up our, our humor so much over the last 12 years of knowing each other that it's like, it, it's like undeniable, like a connection. I don't know. Yeah, it's that's weird true. for work, especially. And yeah. then also love. We love <laughs> which one, of, which one of you is funnier? Probably me. Ariel's funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was way easier than I was expecting. Dang. No, dude, honestly. I, that was a joke. I'm joking. <laughs> no, listen. Like, You're the funniest uh, person I've ever hung out with in my life. And Ariel I is clear. I believe that you are clearly funnier than me. Mm-hmm. Like, your facial expressions are funnier. Objectively. You're, she's, she is funnier. Thank you. But I also think that, like, my edge is kind of like I can come up with really outrageous ideas yes so like i'm like i'm like more of the idea guy and then like i'll think of an idea and be like she's gonna kill this and be really hilarious honestly that's so true because like sometimes he'll come up with stuff i'm like why where did your (laughs) why did you think of that and then like i execute with an idiotic face or line yeah and then it (laughs) and then it works out like half of my scripts that i come up with don't are not funny if you just read them they're really not but yes, they are. Well, they're really funny. I just make them funnier. All right. <laughs> <laughs> she takes it to the next level. Okay. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah, no, it's like you're, I mean, 
Yeah, it's so true. He's such an idea guy, and it's actually we work so well together because he just comes up with scripts, and I go, "All right, let's go." Like it's so fun. <laughs> I'm curious. Does it ever feel like work, or is it just fun for you guys? It feels like work. As Sometimes. <laughs> It's, it's so for me it always feels like work unless we do an improv skit okay because when you're I feel like when when you have a scripted idea like some kind of sketch most of our most pretty much everything we've done in the last two years has been scripted so he like writes a script or I write a script and then we shoot it you know like professionally on a great camera and everything but when we shoot just on our phones when we have like some silly idea that doesn't feel like work ever Mm -hmm. like when I'm doing Instagram stories and stuff like that that's just fun and I want to do that um and then when it's like you know we're editing is hard so that is work it's brain power it makes you tired you're just like whoa that was a lot of work and Um, do you guys like have schedules throughout the day of when you're going to film and like what's they plan it out yeah what's working what's you know it's funny i'm a schedule guy i want to say hey loves a schedule i want to have a schedule for my for my own sanity and i want to say hey can we shoot at one o'clock until three so i can edit from three until like six and get this out tomorrow but like she wants to kind of like just film organically when we're both like in the mood to film and feeling funny and this and that. And I can respect that side of her. I've learned to respect that. Nah. But, but I also want her to respect my schedule a little bit too. Exactly. Listen to me when I, ah, (laughs) listen to me when I say I'm on your schedule. Trust me. (laughs) We, cause like if we're, if I'm not, then we're not filming anything. Cause he's like, I scheduled this from 12 and I'm like, all right, fine. I'll be there. Um, you know, I'll be in the living room. I mean, um, but, but, um, no, he'll like email me and I'm like, if you fucking email me, I'm breaking up with you. Like, he's like, he's like, Hey, so one o'clock tomorrow. And I'm like, I'm sitting right next to you. you asshole. Like, Andrew does the same thing. He'll no, text no, no. me. No, because here's the thing. I'm not a scheduler and I'm trying to help her with the schedule. So I, I like try to formally present this to her. So I have a higher no. chance of success. No. And it just fails horribly. No, I will schedule the day, bef- like the day before, and then it'll be like noon, the day of filming. He's like, actually, can we film these four things right now and then push it to six? And then I'm like, no, it's not a schedule. You can't push See, creativity. You got, you got to execute Anyways, when you feel I it. I ask because do you guys ever find it hard at home to like turn work off and yes. have just, yeah. you know, you guys time? Uh, Yes. You know what? I will say we've gotten a lot better at that. And it did come from Ariel because I'm a workaholic. I'll keep going and going and going and going until, you know, someone says, hey, like she, she, I mean, you actually told me like one day, like, hey, listen, like, let's have some more time for us. Like I would be, I would sit on the couch and not email. (laughs) Like, Uh let's like, let's like get into a show or like I bought Scrabble. Like, <laughs> like that sounds fun. Like some mindless games that we could just like chill on the couch and play. And then we don't finish the game because we want to have a glass of wine now and go talk on the balcony. Like I felt like we were constantly working because even when we're not working, we're working. Mm-hmm. Like, but you know what, what I have been doing with this quarantine is like, so we've been staying very busy with filming and editing and podcasting. So every single day we're busy. I'm making myself around 4.35, I'm making myself just be done with work. Yeah. When before, it was more around 7, 8 o'clock when I was like, okay, I put in a 12-hour day, I'm done, 
I feel like as you know, someone who wants to work hard and make something of myself, I, I need to work that hard. And I, I do believe in hard work. You do have to work hard to get somewhere. But because the quarantine's slowing people down, I'm allowing myself to be done around like between four and five, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. And I've really enjoyed myself. So I have a question. Wor- <laughs> like having work in a romantic relationship, I feel like inevitably leads to a little bit of stress. But the work that you guys are in is uh, comedy. And the number one rule or sorry, advice, piece of advice that my grandpa had um, about his marriage was always have a sense of humor. Is it hard to make like you guys are two of the funniest people that I know. Is it hard to maintain that sense of humor um, in your personal life? Do you know what I'm saying? Like th- this is what you guys do, Does but it's it also work, but it's also so important in a relationship, you know? Honestly, sometimes like sometimes when we're shooting, we're not even laughing while we're rec- while we're shooting <laughs> videos, but we're laughing when we're done about s- yeah. other shit. Like Matt, okay, just glimpse into like the world of Matt Cutshall real quick. This morning, I was like just upstairs on the phone, and I hear him go, "Hey Siri." play where have all the cowboys gone <laughs> and in my mind i'm like what a choice and then i hear this is my and where have all you know that song yeah okay no really that song? no <laughs> no okay it's, it's a no. dixie chick song. what is it it's, it's, it's paula cole it's, it's, it's great. great but okay. it's like such a mom song it's, it's a, like it's our moms listen to the song it's that's like, okay yes. it's like your mom it's your mom's favorite song so like so i come downstairs and matt is like literally dancing and he, and then he turns around i scare him he's holding a knife and he almost stabs me and like that to me is like that happens not not him stabbing me but like <laughs> stuff like that where i'm like our normal everyday life is the most fun because we like we are we're just weird like and we just yeah. dance around and we have fun and we just like make each other laugh all the time and when we're shooting we go into work mode and we're like, oh, what's the ISO on the camera? Oh, ISO 500. <laughs> okay, cool. Like, we don't even know what the fuck we're talking nope. about at that point. But our everyday Great life point. is way more fun than actually like the work that you see. But I that's agree fun with too. You. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. It's quite the opposite. We have our fun when we're not on camera. But we mm-hmm. present, I know what's going on. We have like a dust storm. There's out, like a out tornado back. happening what's in going our on? backyard. <laughs> Hold on a second. I've what? never, I've never seen this in our backyard before. What? Is Can that? I, are we good? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, a, literally a cloud of smoke. So we live pretty high, like in the trees ish and a cloud of smoke was just swirling behind us. And so, okay, it's passing. All right. That anyway, was so, well, is, no. stink, so, is stinky. Okay. Stinky. Oh God, there she goes. She's like, in the tornado. <laughs> um, dude, we one time, I don't know if you were actually here or if you were outside, which is terrifying, but I was on the balcony or no, I was sitting right where we're sitting right now. And I'm, I could hear like, I could hear like, like all around me. And I was like, what is that noise? Like it was like this ticking and like clicking. And I'm like, what is going on? And I, I, my eyes focused in front of me and there was thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands upon millions of bees hitting the window in front of me. Like the biggest swarm of bees, bees I've ever seen in my life. It was so scary. And so that's what I thought that was. Cause it, you, oh, cause yeah, when yeah, your yeah. eyes don't see the bees, it's just a black cloud. And it's just a black cloud of bees. Wait, and, that's I mean, my I couldn't, actual I couldn't nightmare. S- I couldn't Same. see like 
out the window at all. And we have a huge window right here. And I was like, what is happening to my eyeballs? And then I focused and I saw there were bees hitting the window. And then Matt was outside. I was like, oh God, he's dead. Like oh, I, was down, I was way down below. He huh? was downstairs, but they were like up where I am right now. It was, I was Aria, like, no, what did you do careful. with the bees? Tell me. What did I Don't do tell with them? Me, you didn't call like a bee uh, exterminator, did you? No, 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 no. Well, they, they, they flew just away. flew away. They, like, they, they, they were the okay. Andrew is we're actually a beekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. I, I save bees. I let them land on me. Like, I love them. Oh, no, no, no. I kill them. I kill them. I'm sorry. Uh, you killed them? I married a beekeeper that made me extract honey on our first day without a suit on, and I murdered them all. Sean's I don't like them. Yeah. Okay. If it buzzes, no. it's dead. Wow, I love. I think bees are really cute. Stinky eats dead bees, and I, I love like it. the she, like stories like of them. Yeah, they seem like miraculous creatures, but mm, don't come near me. I don't. By the way, I don't like bees either. I'm. I don't kill. I've learned by well, from her to, to not kill bees, but I'm allergic, so I'm scared to get stung. But like, I have no problem killing a spider, and she wants to save spiders too. She I'm out on the spiders, to- Ariel. She no, wants I'm me not. To scoop it up with a cup and let it go. I'm like, I'm not gonna scoop up a no. spider and let it go. No, I'm like I respect it. nature when it's outside. Like if it's outside my house, fine, sure, you can yeah. live. If you come into my territory, you're dead. Yeah, Fun I, fact. I cup, I cup this spiders note. and then I take them outside and I put, I let them go. No, this because that's actually so sweet of you. Uh, I couldn't do it. <laughs> let me say this yeah, about the swarm of bees. A swarm of bees is actually the the thing you have to least worry about when it comes to bees. They're Why? very they're very docile and they they don't attack. Even though it looks like uh, they're That's all adorable. like, isn't it because they're following they a queen or something? Huh? Something. I should yeah, clarify, honeybees. So mm. okay, let's just say these are honeybees. What are they doing? Are they migrating? Are they protecting the queen? Or what are they doing? Right, like they're yeah. finding a new swarm. queen. They're yeah. finding a new queen? Yeah, they have to find a new queen. So they lost their person. Their, their leader. Little. Their leader. Huh. Yeah. Are you um, serious? That's yeah. the happening? cutest thing I've ever heard. So they're out searching for a queen. <laughs> <laughs> they're searching for a leader. Yeah. That's yeah. Don't fact check heard. me on that, but that's uh that's my <laughs> he's just, he is not always <laughs> no, saying. I, what? No, that's that is a thing. That happens that's sometimes, adorable. but not all the time. I thought when they lose their queen, they all die. I have a question about sarcasm for you guys, because I feel like <laughs> yeah. I feel like sar- <laughs> I'm changing the subject just so you don't ask me any more questions that I may or may not know the answer. Andrew to. believes he doesn't know how to be sarcastic. No, no, no. Sarcasm, I feel like, what? is um, it's like a fine line because if you overuse sarcasm, it can be like pretty hurtful. I feel. I don't know if you guys yes. think about Read. this stuff a lot, but in a relationship, sarcasm cannot be great. But it's also really funny for the person yeah. giving. Or maybe it. you just don't understand it. Okay, so I don't know about you, but I feel like my favorite part about being home more is I get to read more, I get to learn more, and I miss so much as an adult, as a grown-up now, not having the structured learning that I got in school. And I actually just heard about uh, Ashford University, and they have online bachelor and master's degree. We've actually talked about the master's degree in the past, but they have over 60-plus bachelor degree programs as well. So I actually took online classes for almost two years, and I loved it just because balancing school and work and home life, it makes it a lot easier to be able to just do it at your own pace Yeah, you from can be home. flexible. It's nice. And it's really cool with Ashford because you get 24-7 access to your classroom. They give you daily support. They even have financial aid available, which is awesome. It's all the tools you need to keep climbing. So like I said, they have over 60 plus programs such as business administration, healthcare administration, and psychology. Which I took. 
That's right. That's why I know you so well, babe. <laughs> I know everything you're thinking. Anyways, their education is personal at Ashford University, which is awesome. Your success means their success. There's no fee to apply or standardized testing required to enroll, which is huge because I always sucked at standardized it's testing. Huge. Anyways, do it today. Go to ashford.edu slash couple things. That's ashford.edu slash couple things. One more time now. Ashford.edu slash couple things. Oh, and caveat, not all programs are available in all states. So just get online to see what programs are available where you are. Babe, who do you think has the better record in our favorite phone game? You or me? Definitely me. You I'm better so? at puzzles than you are. <laughs> so you say. So I'm, you say. Okay. This game is awesome. I love puzzles, not just jigsaw puzzles, but I love things that like challenge your mind. And this new app called Best Fiends, we're obsessed with it. We've been playing it for almost a year. It is awesome because it's all about like solving puzzles and strategy and just like it gets you thinking. Babe, it's not a new app. It has over 100 million downloads. Well, I'm sorry. And um, it's really cool because the creators of Best Fiends, they really treat the game like a service for their players. Um, they update the game continually with new levels and maps and events. So it literally never gets old, which is super cool. And a really cool feature, which I love, is if you don't have Wi-Fi or cell service, it still works, which means you can play it 100% of the time. I find myself getting lost in it, enthralled, if you will, uh, at all times of the day, even <laughs> sitting on the toilet. Uh, Anyways, Best Fiends has thousands of levels already with new levels, events, and characters added every month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips. And you can even play offline. With over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free mm. on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That is friends without the R. Best Fiends. You know what? There's a way I'll to I'll be honest do that. with you. I don't. I don't like sarcasm. I'm not yeah. sarcastic, right? We we tell jokes and we have fun, but I'm never like, because I feel like being. I feel like a lot of sarcasm can be condescending. Uh -huh. yes. I feel like it comes off as condescending, and so I like I try not to do that. It's not my thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think some people can be sarcastic and kind of do it a little bit better. I don't know. I don't. I don't think we really do that. It hit me with like a sarcastic remark. Like, you say. Oh my God! It's like you say. Oh my God! It's it's beautiful outside today, and I go. Oh, it's beautiful outside today. Is like like Aria? That's a real cool shirt you got on. Yeah, yeah, See? yeah, 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 ex yeah. Okay. You're right. Like, okay. like she comes yeah. in, she goes. Wait. I'm like, oh, that's that, that that was mean. <laughs> <laughs> you're not uh, good at this. No. Real nice no, so hairstyle, Ariel. I'm kidding. I'm See? kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like yeah. I thought it was funny. No, uh, okay. no, but you're right. Like, that, see, that's just like mean, and some people yeah. think it's funny, and it's like that's not funny. But that that right there is ex okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go. I don't like sarcasm. Okay. Now I know what we're talking about here. <laughs> I just don't like it because I actually think that people that that want to be like, you know, outgoing or funny or like seen and they do that, it's actually just rude, and, like, it seems a little, um, it, it's... Yeah, because we it's have bite. some people, we, we have some friends who are like that, and it just comes off as mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. like, they're funny anyways. They don't have to, like, say something mean to... So sarcasm... Well, but I always think sarcasm is, like, you can say a funny sarcastic remark. Well, here's something sarcastic. So if I came home, and, like, there was, like, 
blood on the front of my Jeep. And, I, and you're like, what happened? I'm like, uh, you know, I, Where is this going? If, I, if I said, oh, I hit a deer back there. It was horrible. And you're like, you hit a deer? I was like, no, I was being sarcastic. That would be yeah. me telling a joke that doesn't affect you because I'm not making fun of you, but I'm making, a, I'm making a joke out of sarcasm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, why, yeah. Is, there well, why is there blood on funny, your Jeep? Let's just, I just want to know why there's blood on your Jeep. Well, though. I hit someone and I kept going. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm saying I, I could have said too. Yeah. You'd be like, huh. Yeah, it's not just okay. the average thing to drive home with. Well, so then, so humor and sarcasm are completely different. Well, I, I don't know why I'm like trying to understand what sarcasm is. I'm Sorry, curious what I you idiot. thought we were talking about that whole first part of the conversation, Ariel. Oh, now I know what we're talking humor. about. <laughs> no humor. I was thinking like, because some people are just like with their hum- humor, they're mean, but that is sarcasm. That's being sarcastic. Yeah. Kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like it's that, like like yeah. Andrew said, if you walked into a room and someone goes, oh, cool sweater, Ariel, real cool. That's being sarcastic, which is being mean. At- <laughs> That's so mean. Yeah. Andrew's mean. I'm like- <laughs> I, just, I just mean like, I don't know. what Where where are you going? Oh, he's going to get he's one jealous. of the fizzy drinks. He's jealous. Um, Grab us one anyways, too. Um, anyways, no, I think like, yeah i think like that's just kind of bully bullying right yeah i agree okay so because you're okay trying to have everyone understand because our jobs as influencers quote unquote is to create content that people like you guys have your category of basically humor that you live within do you guys have to draw boundaries for yourselves of of where your humor lines lie with each other or political situations or do you guys have boundaries within the content you produce yes. to protect each other or your brand? I'll answer for myself and for, I mean, for us both. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, we can joke in our living room about whatever in the private of our home because it's not going to offend anybody. And, yeah. you know, yeah. we're not mean people. Like we like to just joke about anything and like everything. If Matt's, if Matt's like, Matt will make a joke, like, this sounds bad but like he'll make a joke about like what i'm wearing or something you know and like mm-hmm. i'm not offended by that at all like we we do that kind of stuff all yeah. the time like he'll he'll be like oh you should uh you should work out and i'm like you should fuck off you know like whatever <laughs> and like i'm not offended by anything he's like you haven't worked out in a while huh and i'm like you just shut your mouth but like when it comes to shooting yeah like he can say whatever he wants about me or I could say whatever I want about him. But when it comes to like political stuff, we just don't even touch that mm-hmm. because I would never want to offend anybody. I know that him and I are mm. so like easygoing with pretty much anything. You know, someone can tell me their opinions on whatever they want and I respect whoever, whatever. But um, but yeah, when it comes to like that kind of stuff, it's too, it's too touchy and people get so weird and I just would never want anyone, even if they don't believe the same as me or like, I just like, would never want to offend anyone. Have you guys, have you guys watched uh curb your enthusiasm by chance? A couple episodes, not loyal. So we, uh, we love yet. that show and it's really funny. And Larry David, the creator and writer, he, he has no intention on, inf- on offending people. But it's his jokes are so funny and borderline offensive, which is why it's funny. Yeah. I wish I could do his type of humor on my social media, but if I do, people can comment, they'll be offended, yeah. and they'll probably get me canceled. Do you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's, it's 
it's just how it is these days. Like we have to be careful as influencers who work with work with Fortune 500 companies, and we have to be careful about what we what we say and the content we put out there. And like we try, like you know, we try not to cuss on our on our channels as well. Like just you know, we try to keep it like PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we do. Besides we, we a couple of Ariel's f bombs uh, like during this. <laughs> she loves Sorry, <laughs> kidding. It's okay. It's okay. I have a problem, but I'm mean, it's getting better. If this was a couple years ago, you you'd be like, I you have like, right, everything beefed out. We gotta, we gotta end this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, All right, are there? Wait, I have the second part. So, within the like boundaries and guidelines of what you guys create, is there anything that you guys to protect each other's relationship, like? Don't touch. Don't talk about. We don't want to film I that. We keep you. that like that private. We just we okay. have certain things like with Drew with our daughter. Yeah. We of course have very strict guidelines within our household of what we can and won't film and what we will post and I don't know. Just, it's a very I'm different like, genre of content than what you guys <laughs> yeah. do, but I kid. I guess there'd yeah, be overlap. A baby is a little bit different, I guess. I'm just more like about privacy stuff, like don't don't show my license plate. Like or like, you know, for shooting yeah. a video and we're in front of my car. Like I'm very like let's don't show that kind of stuff and don't show like that. Yeah. But like other than that, I don't know. What do you think? Um, The bees are back. The bees? I just saw them go by. No what? way. I just, saw, I just saw a swarm. I just saw like a <laughs> swarm move serious? by. I'm serious. I just saw them go that way. Wait, um, did the swarm <laughs> of bees happen like the other day? No, this was like a we, year ago. We are, co- our house is surrounded by trees and like nature. So there's constantly stuff going out. Like there's two hawks that live in the tree in the backyard. <laughs> um, so you know it's it's quite often that we see that kind of stuff. Do you let Stinky uh, out by herself? No, no, she no, she makes me stay like within six feet of her. Okay, so yeah. Her. Social distancing. Yeah. So <laughs> no, so to, I want to answer that question that you said about like to keep our relationship sort of private. I'm I'm learning. I've learned to do that because I'm more like for this for the sake of comedy. I don't. I personally don't care. Like make fun of me share my secrets whatever like i don't care but i think that she wants to keep some things a little bit more private like she's like hey not everything should be yeah. you know aired out for everyone to see and hear and know about and like laugh along with like let's keep some things private so we've kind of learned those boundaries as well we just talk about them and i go i don't really want to say that like yeah. and there's also like it's it's different for girls too mm-hmm. i feel like um i mean I can only speak to what I think a girl might think about, <laughs> but like, I, I would never want to be like, I look fat today. Like I would never say that because mm-hmm. I, I would never want to put someone else in a position to like, feel like, Oh, well maybe I f- should feel like that then. Like, I don't care how I feel like I would just never put that into the world. And so sometimes if we're doing a comedy skit where, you know, that it calls for something like that, I want to be sensitive towards people that, are going to watch that even well, though it shouldn't be it's a joke or there is one, okay there was one the other day where or a couple months ago where i'm holding stinky up to the wall and say and she's like what are you doing i was like well when stinky dies i want to hang her on the i want to put her i want to <laughs> stuff her and put her on the wall here and like and that yeah, was no. that was my joke and she no. hated it she goes <laughs> i don't like this and i was like just say this because it was part of the script she's like i'm not gonna say that so I'm more like I'm less sensitive about that kind of stuff because he for, doesn't for, have a heart. For the sake of comedy, I'm down to kind of do whatever, but I'm I'm learning what to what to and what to not do with you. Uh, speaking of privacy, 
had a hard time finding your guys' engagement story. Have you guys talked about that publicly? And if not, no. are we, we going to share have, it here? No, we, we have not. We um, Okay. We're going to, on probably like our, I don't know, fourth or fifth episode of the podcast, I think that we're actually going to share That's it. That's awesome. Um, we've kind of, no joke, we were at... Um, we were at a party for like Love Island mm-hmm. and E.T. was there and on the spot E.T. came up and like, hey, we want to interview you really quick. And they said, oh, Matt, get in here. So I got in there and they literally said, so tell us about how'd you do it? Let's see the ring. How mm-hmm. how'd he pop the question? And then Aria like froze and like looked at me and she goes, uh, and like it was a bit of a panic because <laughs> it was like because a sacred I, story that she yeah. wanted to kind of hang on to for a little bit. Like, yeah. That's huh. like, it's so um like obviously we show everything off and like and and we're talking about like our love all the time but i was like it'd be so cool to like have this story to just have our friends know for a little while like and Mm -hmm. not have everyone be in on it and then it'll be so fun to bring back all the feelings and talk about it again publicly like and have it go out on a podcast and live there forever as Mm -hmm. opposed to like little snippets of it everywhere you know like it's so much fun so much more fun and it's a sick story it's pretty <laughs> he killed it like oh, I'm, excited. I'm just, proud of myself i'll just tell you this like i've never been more surprised in my entire life and and it's really hard to surprise me so like this story holds up like it's <laughs> a fairy tale uh story you know what we should do it's honestly cool. after we do our after we tell the world when you want to tell we should go we should go back on the show yes. and tell them because totally it, i'm excited to tell it it's so fun i, I mean plan- we're done i planned this for like a year Aww. i planned it for a year and there were so many moving pieces it was like it was a lot of work and it was the biggest shock that i've ever seen you know in, in in someone so it was, it was really fun i'm still blacked out she, yeah. she actually <laughs> no she blacked out from this one i blacked out i play yeah. i planned uh, our engagement same day so i don't know if that uh, yeah <laughs> wait did, did you did you actually just say this is the day i want to ask her to marry me uh yeah yep wow but that's also like awesome he got, and fairy tale he like, got the ring like, in that day and oh, but see, I was like, we're doing it. Wait. We're doing yeah. it. <laughs> and then somehow managed to do it in the middle of a Cubs game. No, so it was, yeah, it was very, <laughs> that's, that's almost complete opposite of your guys' story. Um, okay. So it's going to, you're going to reveal this on the third episode of your rather new podcast called Riled Up. Tell us yep. about Congratulations, the Congratulations, by the way. So you guys have so much going on. You have Ariel's uh, YouTube channel, which is hilarious. <laughs> Uh, the nice. cuties. The first episode of that is like my favorite thing ever. Matt oh. has his YouTube channel, um, the Instagram outlets, and now you started this new podcast. Tell us about Love it. Love Island. And Love Island. I'm sorry. Jeez. Well, I was going to talk about that. He keeps forgetting about and me, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the podcast though. So we just started a podcast. It's called Riled Up with Ariel and Matt. And it's basically just, you're going to listen to a fiancéd couple uh, bicker or get riled up about all kinds of different topics. <laughs> like we, we cover everything from relationship advice to her lady boner for Justin Bieber. Uh, <laughs> we, talk about, we talk about celebrities and news and what's going on in the world and how we feel about certain things and like embarrassing stories. We kind of share it all. So... We want to do this because we've had followers since like, you know, the Vine days back in like 2013. And those people have seen our, some of our personalities on Instagram stories 
and you know our personalities and our skits and whatnot this is actually like really revealing who we are as people and how we think so it's kind of uh it's just a, a bit of everything but yeah. you know we're both you know exciting funny people so it's <laughs> it'll be exciting and fun excite we're exciting funny people of all, of all, I mean, you've been on a lot of platforms. So, is the is the media of, of podcasts exciting for you guys? Yes, it's I love really it. fun. I love podcasting. Like, I had my old show; it was the Only Child podcast, and I probably did like twenty five episodes or something, and I loved doing it. It was just like it 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 was it was right before I started Love Island when I stopped doing it because I had to obviously go off and do the show, and then it kind of just went away but I'm so glad that I'm doing a show now where it's like in the comfort of our own home and we get to just like talk to each other and answer fun questions and like it's so so fun <laughs> you guys know it's awesome yes it's just easy it, I mean I don't want to say it's easy but it's just so refreshing to be able to sit down and talk to someone and like you said you don't have to like script it out you don't have to worry about yeah just so many things um yeah. okay a couple of questions you have to go who wants to go first you have to choose before you know you go first. Qu qu <laughs> to answer? Okay, I'll she, go. Okay. You answer. Then What's your then biggest pet peeve with Matt? With Matt? Hmm? Probably when he emails me. <laughs> <laughs> I can answer this That's for you. <laughs> it's a oh, no, I got it. You know, no, I, you know what I it got is. it. You know what it is. <laughs> when he... When he freaking farts while I'm eating dinner. Oh, oh yeah, that's my. nasty. Oh my like, gosh. The last thing I true the truly the last thing I want to think about when I'm eating like mashed potatoes with gravy on them is diarrhea. Yeah. No, I get that. And his farts uh, aren't like cute and like, oh, that was cute. They're like, leave the room. The juicy. They're I, like everyone cleared the room. Andrew doesn't we're in the car and he doesn't even there's no warning. He doesn't roll down the windows, anything. Yeah. Just a little smirk. Oh. Fumigate. This yeah. is disgusting. <laughs> okay, Matt, your biggest yes. pet peeve. Oh, man. Um, that's... <laughs> and by the, way, I'm not, by the way, I'm not trying to like... I'm not, not saying something to not get in trouble. I feel like as of recently and the last couple of years, we've really respected each other to where... I don't, there's not that much that, uh, that annoys me with you. Um, Actually, I got it. Oh boy. My <laughs> biggest pet peeve is her lack of scheduling. Like we talked about earlier. It's like so I, boring. No, it, no, but that's true. <laughs> like I want to say, Hey, let's shoot at noon. Let's then, then let's shoot at noon. Yeah. And it's, it usually doesn't land on noon. He gets annoyed at that. So I get annoyed <laughs> by that. That's, yeah. that's my pet peeve. Yeah. That is he. So yeah. do I. Okay. And then the second part of the question. <laughs> Matt, you go first this time. Yep. What is your favorite thing or what do you love most about Ariel? I love her positivity. She's always, always in a good mood and she always thinks on the bright side. Thanks, cutie. You're welcome. And then your turn. My turn. <laughs> I like his big, huge heart. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no, truly. Um, probably... Well, God, there's so many things. Well, I'll just say a few of them. He has the biggest heart and he cares so much about me, but so many people in his life and his family. And he just like takes such good care of um, so many people. And it's just, I don't know, it's really sweet. And then um, I also love how helpful he is and how he just like takes charge of situations and gets stuff done. It's like so 
it's incredible because I am not that good at taking charge and just starting something. And he's so good at that. And, and that can go for anything that can go for like a conversation we need to have or work or housework or just stuff. And I think that that's like so valuable in our relationship. And I don't know, you're just, Annie's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. I cussed. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, I mean, I love him so much. There's so many, like you're, you're the best cutie. Thanks, sweetheart. Okay, so oh, how, wow. oh, that's cute. Jeez. <laughs> how do you guys feel about the word fiance? I hate it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm like, am I French? Like, what am I, I supposed d- to do I don't, here? I don't like it. I don't like the word. It's weird. Same, I hated like, the I, word. I would rather say my wife or my girlfriend. Yeah, same. I, same. Fiance is like. And yeah, I feel like the reason is because the second you say fiance, everyone knows is like, you're engaged. Oh. And they're like, oh, how did it happen? How long have you been engaged? When's the marriage? Or like, when's the wedding? And that's a bad yeah. thing. They're just nosy. No, you know what's weird is like, to- I feel you. Cause like, I-, I actually, that kind of stuff. If I say like, oh, my fiance, like we just got engaged or uh, my fiance. And they say like, oh, how did he do it? I'm like, yes, I get to tell the story again. Mm-hmm. That's like actually fun for me. <laughs> but what I don't like is being like my my boyfriend my my fiance like I stutter every time because fiance is such a foreign word to me like yeah. I've never said my fiance before this year and so it's so I don't know it's so weird and it's also like I love to put like a little bit of an accent on it and so I'll be like my fiance like fiance. just <laughs> say it with like passion um and uh and then it's it also fun. sounds like you're bragging it's like you pret- say it. pretentious or to something. me it sounds like you're bragging like oh my fiance would like and it's like shut up it's like just yeah. say <laughs> boyfriend or girlfriend just yeah. say boyfriend or wife yeah. or you know boyfriend <laughs> or husband girlfriend or wife that's what i think but then again i'm probably gonna look back at this time and be like i wish i said fiance a billion more times you said it a billion yeah. times i don't miss podcast. i don't miss being engaged at all Oh my god! I don't miss it at all. <laughs> no, 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 no! Because <laughs> I'm saying, I'm hoping you have a reason. Because I'm saying, like, marriage is so like, much okay, better. Okay. Marriage is so much Thanks. better. <laughs> um, what are you guys looking forward to with marriage? Man, um, I mean, there's so many things. Honestly, with saying relationships husband. anymore, where engagement and dating is essentially oh, marriage. I'm, a, I'm gonna be real with you. It's like we're married already. I know. There's n- like we live together. We do everything together. We work together. Like we're we're pretty much married. Yeah. So, no, no, what? no, we're What's, not. Okay, why? Here's the thing. <sighs> so what I think is so freaking cool about about like getting married or when we are married is like we are family. We are. I mean, I feel like he's already my family, but I have like such a small family. I'm an only child. I like I don't have, you know, nieces and nephews and brothers and sisters. Like I don't have that thing. And I can't wait to be married into a family that has that because I love kids and I love, I love like, I love family. I think it's so important. And like going into a family where he has a, he has a twin brother and they have, they're about to have three kids. They have two kids right now. And then his sister has what? Four. No, there's four. Jen has three kids. Well, yeah, but she has an, <laughs> she has like a half. Step she has sis- three step total kids. I'm, it's well, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> she has, what? My sister has three kids. I don't know what else to tell you. Doesn't Judah, Micah, Mackenzie? There's th- that's three. <laughs> unless I unless I don't know about one. Why am I thinking? <laughs> she's oh, trying oh, no, to no, she's no. trying to convince no, no, no. me that my sister you know has oh, four my God. kids. No, because. 
<laughs> because Mackenzie's boyfriend's always there, and oh. I always think that they're oh, that they're that they're brother and sister until they start making. Oh up. yeah! Oh my god! Oops! Oh, I'm like, yeah. wait, that's a fun, fun family. <laughs> um, no, so like, I think that's probably gonna be my favorite part is like being able to be like, oh my you know my father-in-law like i love his mm-hmm. whole family and like it, i think that's you're gonna ha- you're actually gonna have family like it, it is true like my brother yeah. that's his family like yeah. D- david gray and those people like they're his actual family now it's I like mean, his other dad by the way i have like fam- like i have cousins and stuff but like it's just different i think you're it, i like i like i like having more family it's yeah it's gonna be fun and I'm excited to just be like, that's my dude. Like, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, he already is, but it's like, now you're stuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Lock me what down. is the, this is a closing question. What is the best piece of advice that you've heard um, or experienced that, that you would share with people? Don't do drugs. <laughs> relationship <laughs> advice. Relationship <laughs> advice. Got it. Got it. Got it. I mean, that's still a great one. Advice. No, but honestly, my grandma was like, "You're gonna move to LA. Well, don't get into drugs." And I never did. And look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Best advice I've ever gotten from my grandma. I th- on a serious note, for relationship advice, and I have given this to my friends is. Before getting into a relationship, learn if you really love that person, learn to respect each other's differences. Don't try to like change everything about someone. Like if someone needs to be alone and someone doesn't like alone time, understand that person needs to be alone and allow them to have that. If one person, uh, if she likes to be with just girlfriends on like you know a couple days a week, I shouldn't be like, well, why? I don't get it. Like just say, I understand that she needs that. Whatever it might be, I think people need to learn to actually respect that we are different as people. No one's 100% alike and respect each other's differences, I think. Agreed. I love that. Yeah. And also, I mean, mine is always just communication. True. Just, you just Don't have let it bottle up. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to talk about ev- anything and everything. Like, and if you can't do that with the person that you claim to be in love with, then that might not be your person. Like yeah. you have to be able to let stuff out and be able to talk about like pretty much everything. I mean, yes, there, I feel like there are things that you save for your girlfriends, you know, like there's things that you like, <laughs> you know, you can like save for mm-hmm. certain people, but like you got to be able to talk about everything. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All okay. right. Well, <laughs> Matt, Ariel, thank you for your time. Um, for those listening that want to hear their engagement story, we will link the riled up podcast in yeah. the show notes down below. Also, if you want to uh, check out, Matt's hilarious. There, it's my favorite Instagram page. We'll link that. And if you want to see how much Ariel looks like Justin Bieber when she uh, cross dresses, we'll actually, also link it's her. It's actually Instagram. amazing. It's pretty great. But <laughs> thank you guys for your time. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, thank guys. You, so you guys are great. Good to talk both. to you. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners 
and some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search couple things and tap our shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way, you'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.